You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live. Good evening. Good evening. The time to pray. Good evening. Good evening. The time to pray. I just needed to open up with that. I don't know why. But you know that commercial with the orange juice where it's like, good morning. Good morning. Start your day. With like that Tropicana outfit, like, Orange juice, but anywho, good evening and welcome to Sean Speaks. And today I'm going to be continuing on my storybook reading. And the story I'm going to read today is probably, since I haven't made it, so far in the book yet. I'm going to read Abraham's Strange Visitors. But before we get into that, I'm going to be starting this off with a prayer. I like everybody to bow their heads and close their eyes. Heavenly Father, I know, Lord Jesus, that you are my Lord and my King, and you intercede for me. You are a loving and, un- and forgiving God, and I ask you, Lord, to forgive me from my sins and any unforgiveness that I may have in my heart. I ask you, Lord, to forgive me for not always making you a priority in my life. I know you are strong, and I need your help. I am being tempted to do things that are not good for me. Give us strength to say no to these pressures. Help us to find good and godly things to keep us busy in place of the things that our friends want us to do. You are our strength, Lord. We know, Lord, that you understand all the temptations that face teenagers today and what it will take to keep us from being lured in the wrong direction. So, Lord, we trust in you to know my heart and keep me from these worldly traps Help us, Lord, to receive fully with understanding your word so that when my faith is tested, our endurance has a chance to grow. We know that you will guide us along the right pathway. For our life and that you will advise us and watch over us. And know, Lord, that you are our counselor, and I should always depend on you. I am in need of your guidance. I don't know what to do. Help us to do what you want done in all situations that, as a teenager, we must face. Please, Lord, put godly people in our path to show us the steps we need to take, Lord, in your word. 
know, Lord, that these are our friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. We ask you, Lord, to help us find the kind of Christian friends that will be closer than a brother. Help us, Lord, to be the kind of friends to others that we would want for ourselves. Open our hearts to see the good qualities in people around us. There are so many questions that we need to ask, and we are torn between finding the truth and having a good time, keeping our friends. We want to do the right thing instead of wearing a mask and being phony just to be popular. Heavenly Father, we ask for you to show us your face when it seems like there is no hope for us. I know, Lord, that you will continue to battle for us when we can't. We want to learn to hang on to you and go to you when we are going in the wrong direction. Help me to keep our thoughts on you when we become weak. Help us to continue to praise you during these low times. We thank you. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for reaching down to our world and drawing us close to you. Thank you for following us. Thank you for allowing us to soak up this trace during moments like these. I thank you, Lord, for never giving up on me, even when I've given up on myself. <laughs> Make us into the worthwhile person you destined us to be. Teach us to know your will for us and be obedient to you. Do not let anything or interfere with your destiny for my life. I know you have a great plan for us. Help us to find it. I praise you, Lord, for the comfort that you bring by just listening to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, the story that I'm going to read is Abraham brings the pills that his child in Genesis chapter 18. As Abraham sat in the door of his tent, he saw three strangers. He knew they were from a far country, for they did not even look like the man he knew. He ran to meet them and bowed low. Do not go on, but stay here, Abraham said. I will have water brought, I will have water brought so you may wash your feet. Please rest under the tree. I will get you some food. Then you may go on. The three men agreed. First, Abraham sent for water to wash their feet. It was the custom for people to take off their sandals and wash their feet whenever they sat down to rest and visit. Next, Abraham told his wife to bake barley cakes upon the hearth while he prepared the meat for his guests. Abraham ran out to his herd choose a young cow, and had a servant dress and cook it. When all was ready, 
Okay. When all was ready, Abraham brought the food to his guest. As they ate, one visitor asked, where is Sarah? Abraham answered, she is in the tent. The visitors then added, your wife, Sarah, will have a son. When Sarah heard this, she laughed. Abraham and she were old. How could they have children? The visitor turned to Abraham and asked, why did Sarah laugh and think she was too old to have a child? Doesn't she know that nothing is too hard for the Lord? When they had eaten, the man started on. Abraham walked with them a little way. By this time, he knew they were not like other men. They were heavenly beings. Two of the visitors were angels. The other was the Lord. Abraham thought he was not good. Yeah, Abraham thought he was not good enough to entertain such wonderful visitors. The Lord loved Abraham. He asked his companions, tell us how Abraham what I'm going to do. I know that he will teach his children to keep my ways and do right. Turning to Abraham, the Lord said, I'm going to visit Sodom and Gomorrah to see whether these cities are as wicked as they seem. The two men went on. Abraham was the first Lord. If the cities were destroyed, so what happened to Lot? Lot had gone back to live in Sodom after Abraham had rescued him from the enemy's camp. Because Abraham loved Lot, he asked the Lord, Will you destroy the righteous people who said we did in Sodom? The Lord said, If I can't buy 50 righteous people in Sodom, I will not destroy it. Then Abraham feared that it might be here than 50, so he came with the Lord. When he spent the city, there were only 45, right, 45 righteous. So if I find the Lord said, if I find there are 45, I'll not destroy it. So Abraham felt troubled. There might not be even 45 yet. What if you find only 40 righteous? So I said, I will not destroy the city for the sake of 40. What about for Abraham? If there are fewer than 40, and he said, oh, Lord, be not angry with me, but if there are only 30 righteous people, will you spare the city for their sake? What if I'm going to spare the intensity if only 30 righteous people could be found? Abraham kept saving until he had asked to spare the city for only 10 righteous people. The Lord promised to do it. Then the Lord went on, and Abraham returned to his tent. So the next thing that happens, the next reading, or the next story, I should say, is what happened to Sodom. It can be found in Genesis chapter 19. As 
evening came, the people of Sodom hurried to their homes. Soon the city gates would be closed, and the wise men who judged the people would leave the gate and go to their homes. Lot was one of the wise men at Sodom's gate. This evening he saw two strangers approach. He greeted them with a low bow. These were the angels he had signed with it, the Lord at Abraham's tent. Lot said, come to my house and stay all night. You can get up early and be on your way. And for the two Jews, they would spend the night in the streets because Lot knew the wicked men of Sodom to harm these strangers. He insisted they come with them. Finally, they, they did. Lot brought water to wash the dusty feet and prepared good food. them to eat. Perhaps Lot did not know if they were angels, but he knew they were not like the wicked men of Sodom. Soon the news spread over the city that Lot had two strangers at his house. Men hurried to Lot's house. They planned to hurt visitors. When Lot used to let them see his guests, they pushed him aside and tried to break open the door. At this, the angels pulled him aside and wait, at this, the angels pulled Lot inside. The men of Sodom were blinded. Sodom is so wicked that God is going to destroy it. You must get out of Sodom. Tell your daughters and sons in law to get out too. Lot went to the homes of his sons-in-law, two men of Sodom. He told them, We must get out of Sodom, for the Lord is going to destroy it. But they did not believe him. And will not leave. Before the sun rose, angels urged Lot, Take your wife and two daughters and flee for your life. How hard it was for Lot to leave his house and his riches. The guy was good then. The angels, and the angels forced him and his family to leave the city. The angels said, run to the mountains for your life. Do not even stop long enough to look back. But Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. Poor, unhappy Lot, how afraid he was. He thought it would not be safe even in the mountains. So he prayed to God to spare a small city nearby and around and his daughters to go there. God granted his request and he fled his city. It was called Zohar, which means littleness. Just as the sun rose, Lot and his daughters entered the gate of Zohar. Then a great rain of fire and brimstone fell upon Sodom and Gomorrah and all the neighboring cities. Everything was destroyed. Later Lot and his daughters feared they were not safe in Zohar, so they went to the mountains. They lived in a cave far away from other people. It's the last to hear about Lot. The man whose home raised his blood because he chose to live among the wicked people of Sodom. The next story to be read is called Hagar and Ishmael. That could be found in Genesis chapter 20 and verse 1. Also, Genesis chapter 31 and verse 21. So, 
cities of the plain have been destroyed. Abraham left Hebron. Let me just fix the connection real quick. Okay, I think it's doing just fine. So, after Sodom and the other cities, if the plane had been destroyed, Abraham left Hebron, Hebron. He journeyed south and west into the land of the Philistines. At Garan, near the great sea, he made his home. Here God gave him and Sarah a son. Abraham named the child Isaac, which means laughing. Both Abraham and Sarah had laughed when God told them they would have a son in their old age. Isaac's parents thought he was a wonderful little baby. Okay. The connection had went offline. Okay. This got it. Unable to connect really. Okay. The Wi-Fi is still trying to connect. And then if it can't connect to this network, that does not make any sense whatsoever. Is there any questions or comments? Hello? Yes, ma'am. Yes, so who's on the line? Oh, it's nobody but me, baby. I come to hear you tonight. I love that story. Thank you. <laughs> so, do you have any questions or comments? The connection being an ostracator. So he would also be joining us in today. He would be like a, like, you know, saying questions or whatever. You're adding in his comments.
before restarting, Daddy. my daddy's restaurant. He makes the best homemade fried chicken. We got my dog Leo as the main chef. I'm messing with you guys, you know. You gotta have a little laugh before. Laughter is good for the heart and soul and it's just good to laugh because laugh takes away the pain. So I was in school one day, and my teacher, my science teacher, she was like, y'all, I got sinuses, like, right here. Like, y'all know what to do, like, for sinuses and stuff. And then this one girl, she was like, pray. It is the way she said it. It was just like, she just like, pray. Not play. Pray. Like, Get down on your knees and bow your head. Dad, what's what's up with the chicken?